Hello and welcome to the Metapod Podcast. Welcome to my podcast revolves around the evolving meta. Another episode and another week of waiting for Crown Zenith. I'm Jake and my co-host here, Sean. Sean, how are you doing? I'm good. And uh, I I thought Crown Zenith came out last Friday. I, really, I think I did too. Um, I like I went to one of my local game stores and I was like, "Hey, do you have any?" Cra-? And and she was like, the person that works there was like. You're like the eighth or ninth person that's asked this. Why does everyone think? And I'm like, I don't know. Why? why? I so. kind of feel like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't go to game shops, card shops as much anymore because there's just none around me. Right. Um, but I feel like it's been slightly poor advertising on Crown Zenith. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm so, fo- maybe it's just because I'm so hyper focused on like Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, watching watching scarlet violet opening seeing all the leaks and stuff like that of the of the next cards which we'll be talking about soon here on this podcast not this week we're going to focus on crown zenith and a bunch of other things well we will talk about some uh scarlet and violet cards today actually some news that dropped but (laughs) i just i've been so focused on the next stuff the silver borders that i that i haven't paid attention at all I've kind of like also told myself like I'm not buying cards until the silver borders arrive. Yeah, I get that. Like I haven't, you know, I haven't bought a lot of cards uh, from stuff. There was actually, you know, a a Magic the Gathering set that I bought and I hadn't I hadn't bought any Magic the Gathering cards for like six months. So I feel that. But I was in the store and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some Crown Zenith. I'm here. Let's do it. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's not out yet. And I'm like thwarted all right next week thwarted like, by calendars do you get a black lotus is uh, that what that card is called the magic no they don't they don't there's not in that <laughs> set but i mean if we do have magic the gathering fans out there i pulled two force of wills so you know i'm gonna pretend like that's incredible it, yeah oh, yeah somebody insane. the one person the one crossover fan we have out there will be like yo that's guys <laughs> Well, hopefully that fan just as much as this person that we're reading the review for today enjoys the show. Let us know how we're doing, whether it's YouTube comments, uh, Apple reviews, Spotify ratings. Let us know how we're doing, whether that's one to five or whatever. This week, we're going on a throwback, actually. I think we highlighted this comment in our uh, YouTube channel, but we didn't actually read it off, I don't think. It's from Tommy. Over on episode 116 on the YouTube channel, Tommy says 10 star review with a winky face. So uh, breaking the breaking the five, Sean, we're now at a 10 star rating. That's amazing. Absolutely. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean and Jake. I've been following the podcast for some time and I really enjoy it. I started playing Pokemon in 2019, uh, had some cards and wanted to know how the game worked. Dad read the rule book to me and we started playing. One of the first matches I saw was Henry Brand's winning match at the World Championship Finals. And I love the game ever since. Love the energy enthusiasm, which you guys make the one plus hour podcast every week. It's great to see so much dedication and it's very motivational. When I see the thumbnail appear on the YouTube list, can't wait to immerse myself in the podcast world. In-game analysis, set reviews, card reviews, tournament chat. Keep it going, guys. From Belgium tommy tommy from belgium thank you so much for listening we appreciate it glad you've been enjoying the game it's a lot of fun um even though i don't play too much anymore in person 
and stuff because of work and books. <laughs> but anime. I love keeping up with it. Yeah, anime. It's... But I love keeping up with it, and it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun. So, but Sean, <laughs> there's a little bit that we just talked about about the playing. You know, we, we talk about the playing a lot, but we also talk about a lot about the collecting aspect and the types of cards and things like that and we talked about when the sar and ar cards which if you do not know special art rare and art rare cards that came out in v star universe over in japan we talked about those new rarity of cards we were like man we hope this comes over it is confirmed that they will be in for Scarlet and Violet EX the set, Sean. So we've kind of talked about some of these cards. And if you do not know what these cards are, they're like essentially character rares that you've been seeing. That same sort of art style where it's a specific Pokemon um, and it's the full entire card that is illustrated. There are some incredible ones you know, that we've seen in the character rares and now with the silver borders getting the special art rares and the art rares, Sean. Yep. I mean, you know, once again, I'm just glad that Pokemon is continuing on this, you know, special art journey. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember. I was talking to somebody the other day and um, they were talking about like, you know, collecting, uh, not just cards, but just collecting things in general. And... What I realized is like, you know, I told them, I was like, Pokemon, I think, has really got it right in terms mm -hmm. of balancing players and collectors. I, if I really step back and I think about it, I'm like, if you're a player, you can buy basically any deck for $100 or less, oftentimes much for less. For the most part, for the most yeah. part. There are some um, exceptions, like when Mew Max first came sure, out. Sure, when it but, first came out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, after it comes out, though, and there's a little bit of time, it's not just that it comes down because it's not good. It comes down because the Pokemon company, at least in the West, they print the decks that make the, you know, they print the League battle decks. Exactly. I mean, Mew Max, the regular rare, you know, the regular Max rare that you would pull in a pack, market price $4.87. So, like, for me, like, the fact that you can build from scratch a, like, top-tier deck for between usually $40 to $80, but at the same time, you can open up a pack and get things like this, right? These special art rares, the art rares, um, and they're just gorgeous cards. Oftentimes, there's some level of playability to them, even, if you really want to bling out a deck, but the mm -hmm. fact that they make these the cards that anybody wants to chase, rather than the game pieces being the cards you want to chase necessarily to me that is like that's the perfect balance and i you know applaud pokemon because like it took me a second to actually come to that conclusion that like of all the card games out there i think pokemon's got it right finally i also want to touch on because this was huge in terms of you know the the i know you're not on twitter anymore sean the twitter space <laughs> When some of these cards that Pokey Guardian, which is where we're getting this news article from, the cards that Pokey Guardian has shown, some of the uh, art rare and special art rare cards, Pokemon continues also to tell stories with their Pokemon cards. And I think that kind of plays into your aspect of like collecting done right. Yeah. Like these cards are just a lot of fun. 
Like they're in this line that Pokey Guardian has placed. There's a three card series of Ralts, um, Curlia, and Gardevoir. You know, the first card with Ralts, it's the Ralts with a girl and like a, what we assume is like husband or boyfriend. You know, they're just moving in. You've got the next card, Curlia, where it's Curlia with the gal, the dad or something behind and a little baby, like a little yeah. baby gal there. The house is a little bit more, you know, pizzazzed up, you know, tuned up because they've lived there for a while. And then the third card, the Gardevoir EX, it's the old people, you know, it's it's the Gardevoir with the same people they've been with the whole time. They're old. The house has a lot of plants rugs pictures hanging and it's just it's such an incredible beautiful story you know that they portray and then they do i I don't even know what this pokemon is i'm gonna be honest but sean it's the next one over with the spider looking thing (laughs) you may know it's the it's it's a new pokemon in scarlet and violet i i'm gonna be honest i don't know this pokemon's name i can't read japanese yet but it's one of the ex cards it's one of the new ex stage one grass pokemon 260 hp ex card it's a two-part picture right it's a two-part picture. So the first one is the evolved form mm-hmm. of the Pokemon line, the stage one. And he's kind of got his, you know, uh, rope. No, web. That's the word that I'm looking for. He's kind of got his web. And, you know, he's slinging it around. He's got kind of a what I think is a happy look on him. I mean, it's very, a, very. It's a bug. I, it's hard to tell. It's like a spider. Yeah. You know, it's Spider-Man. Is what I like to call it. And the second one is the pre-evolution, the basic Pokemon <laughs> evolution. Uh, I also forget this Pokemon's name, but it's just a little ball of of web swinging around. And you see at the top of the card of the basic Pokemon is a Scyther, right? A Scyther looking like it's going in for the kill on the little basic Pokemon. But if you go back to the stage one, right? Yeah. If you go back to the stage one, you'll see at the bottom of that card is the Scyther. Yep. The Scyther's, you know, uh, lower half of the body. So you're putting those two cards right on top of each other. And you think that Scyther's going to get this little, you know, basic spider Pokemon. But it's actually the stage one spider that's going to capture the Scyther and yeah. get it as its next meal. And it's just such a cool story of cards like i don't know if pokemon's ever put the cards top down like that i was literally thinking that i was like i because like other than like the like legend cards or whatever you know mm-hmm. where it's like actually meant to be one card but i don't think they've ever had the artwork go north to south continuation. yeah i think they've had them i think they've had them go like east to west yep. before um or the art similar to like the what i mentioned with the ralts the curly and the gardevoir you know going right next to yeah. each other They've had those plenty, plenty of times. You know, there's Charizard, you know, growing up with the trainer in the Freezing Mountain. Uh, those may know what I'm talking about. Look up that card, and it's a really cool card. It's just these cards are so beautiful. And my favorite, again, I don't know this Pokemon's name. It's at the very end of this row, Sean, if you click on it. It's a fire Pokemon. It looks like a knight yeah. type of thing it's a fire pokemon and it's just overlooking kind of like an alley in a beautiful city it's been raining it's peeking out you know it's a fire pokemon so it's trying to stay out of the rain but just the light the colors yeah. oh my god it's the most beautiful Jake, card i've ever just seen. just just think about the fact that we're gonna get this card exactly in like borders. this in silver in oh. silver borders i'm i 
cannot wait, Sean. Well, Jake, speaking of Scarlet and Violet, now we are going to talk about, I think, outside of the art rares a little bit, we are going to talk about something that was revealed, which is the pre-release promos. Every set release in terms of a main set release, right? So Crown Zenith will not have this because it's a holiday special set release for anyone who doesn't know. Scarlet and Violet, which will be the next series, right, after Crown Zenith, they'll it's a base set series, so they will have pre-release events where you can go, you get a build and battle box, you get like a, a a set of however many cards, like 40 cards, muddle of trainers and evolution they, um, line. I think they increased the number of like the pack, right? A couple of sets ago. I don't remember. It's been a while since yeah. I've been to a pre-release. Fair event. enough. But you'll get, you'll get a set of cards. You get evolutionary line trainers and you'll have, you know, energies that you can grab things like that. You'll get a, a couple packs inside your build and battle box, but you'll also get a pre-release promo. And so these pre-release promos are kind of like the first official cards that we know of in sets a lot of times or some of the first ones mm -hmm. that we will know. And so we're going to talk, as usual, about these cards. So, Sean, the first one that we're going to mention is Rev of Room. <laughs> Say that five times fast. No, no, <laughs> I refuse. Rev of Room. Rev of Room. It's a stage one metal Pokemon, 140 HP. It's one of the new Scarlet and Violet Pokemon, by the way, in case you did not know. It evolves from Varum. Oh, my God. I, I I'm love sorry. It's a gosh darn vacuum, Jake. Anyways, it has an ability called Rumbling Engine. You must discard an energy from your hand in order to use this ability. Once during your turn, you may draw until you have six cards in your hand. That's interesting. That's really, really cool, in my opinion. That's yeah. like Greninja, except draw cards, right? Well, we have so many discarding effects right now in the format. We have so many ways to dwindle down your hand. Just look at Mu VMAX, right? Yeah. I mean, I think about this card and like the only downside to this card is that you need to have a card in hand in order to use it and energy, but it's not dissimilar from Badoof, right? Yeah. The Badoof says you could draw until you have five cards. This lets you draw until you have six. Um, I think, you know, when you say Badoof, you mean Bibarel. <laughs> oh, is that the, oh yeah. The Bibarel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you meant for just you know for I any meant. listeners and watchers. Yeah. 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 yeah Badoof's older brother. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's uh it's similar to that where instead of drawing up to five you draw up to six so uh it does it's not going to work as well with like you know those peony stats that people were doing mm -hmm. uh where you could like get any two cards from your hand but you have to discard you know like it doesn't necessarily work quite as well but i don't know it's a I think Cramomatic works really cool with this card, right? I mean, it's the same concept as like Mew VMAX. Yeah. Right? Where people use Cramomatics to get rid of a trainer card, you know, Rotom Phone, Quick a Ball, Ultra Ball, or whatever. Battle Pass. Yeah, yeah, Battle Passes, especially after the first turn, right? You do that to lower your hand so then you can draw more cards off Genesect. Um, so I kind of could, I think it'd be cool to kind of see those in the same essence, mm -hmm. right? So pretty interesting. The attack is garbage. Don't worry about it. For one metal energy and three colorless energy, 90 
plus damage. 90 is the base damage. The attack is called knockaway. Flip a coin if heads this attack does 90 more damage. Now, in a pre-release format, this may be busted. Um, but I think for what it is, probably just use the ability. <laughs> but, you know, I will say, this is an interesting... So we all... We, Jake and I talked about this before we started recording, which was sometimes these cards can indicate to you, like what they see the future of a format looking like. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is going to be the case, but like there mm-hmm. is a part of me that's like, okay, we've moved back to a um, evolution style format in EXs. There's no, mm-hmm. as far as I understand, uh, there, are, there are basic EXs, but largely the EXs are in the old school style of you evolve from a, a, a non-multi-prize Pokemon into a multi-prizer, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's a world in which I'm like, I could see them bringing back something like a triple acceleration energy. Which, for those of you who don't remember, a triple acceleration added three colorless energy, but you could only play it on evolution Pokemon. And it would only last one turn, one right? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's you would attach it to your Rev of Room, you would attack, and then in the checkup phase yeah. of. I think it's the checkup phase that it would discard. Um, the checkup phase, you know, after your turn is ended and you're about to hand the turn off to your opponent, same time that you would do, like, damage counters for poison, burn, stuff like that, you would toss the uh, triple acceleration energy into the discard pile. Yeah. So when I see an attack like this that has triple colorless in it, you know, like, that's... I mean, it, it is quite an expensive cost, Um to be able to flip a coin even to do just 90 more, which is really not, I, I know that's not what the point of this Pokemon is, but like sometimes I see this and I think to myself, huh, it looks like they might be considering bringing that back. Maybe only for non um, multi-prizers, non yeah. box. So yeah, I mean, they did in the sword and shield era, make twin energy, yep. right? Instead of just reprinting double colorless, energy yep. which was so dominant for so long in the pokemon trading card game they made twin energy you know only able to use on non rule box pokemon and then they printed uh double turbo energy which you know was basically double colorless but you lost 20 damage to your attacks yep. using it so it could be interesting to see sean uh but I guess moving on to the second of the uh, pre-release promos, we have, you know, Halucha, not a new Pokemon. So uh, now... Everybody, most people know this Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, you know, Fighting Bird. Big Fighting Bird. So this one, uh, it has two things. The main thing, though, I think is going to be its ability, Flying Entry. Uh, and that is when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may choose two of your opponent's benched Pokemon and put one damage counter on each of them. So, kind of like a buffed Zigzagoon. So, like, it's so Zigzagoon, when you put it from your hand mm-hmm. onto your bench, you put one damage counter on anything. This lets you put two damage counters spread out, you know, split apart, uh, on two different Pokemon. So, one on two, but only yeah. on the bench. So, that's like, that's like how they're, you know, it, but that's it's an interesting attack, uh, ability. I think once we lose scoop up net, I do wonder how viable this is, though. I wonder if 
there will be a new scoop up effect that later gets printed mm. in the in like Scarlet and Violet, right? Because Scoop Up Net came early. It was in Rebel Clash, which wasn't the first set, but it was with it was the second set. Mm-hmm. I think Rebel Clash was of the Sword and Shield series. And so, I mean, we've had the pickup item effects a long time. I mean, there was. um Oh my gosh, the I mean, there's super Acerola. scoop up, super scoop Acerola. up. I mean, yeah, yeah, we had supporters as well, like AZ and Acerola in the format to pick up Pokemon as your supporter. But we also had like super scoop up and I'm pretty sure there was another item. I can't remember what it was, but super scoop up, I believe, was printed in the Sun and Moon series. Yeah, um, but that was a coin flip, I believe. So mm. The scoop up net taking away that coin flip, but the difference was that scoop up net was any non, uh, non multi prize Pokemon essentially. Yep. Um, because Rulebox hadn't oh, been yeah, Rulebox hadn't been invented at the time. Yeah, so you could technically pick up your uh radiant Pokemon if you want. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's specific. It specifically says GX and V. You're right. Because in expanded, you, you could, could do pick it with up Shaman. Shaman EX. Oh god, yeah. that was broken. Um, which is another reason why you should never play expanded. But <laughs> this uh, card, a lot of people are excited about this Halucha. Not in not only as like a promo, but for competitive play as well. Because this is big for something like Lost Box, right? Hmm. Instead of a Zigzagoon, right? Because Lost Box a lot of times is a, or sometimes is a spread deck, right? Yep. Instead of um, putting one damage counter for Zigzagoon, you're putting two damage counters for um, for a Halucha. Now it's one damage counter on two different Pokemon, but that's still one more damage counter than before on the Zigzagoon. So pretty interesting. I, mean, I think this is the best pre-release promo. Out of the oh, ball. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think the nice thing about this one is you could have a turn where you, if you set your damage up right, you can win on mm-hmm. one turn with two VMAX knockouts, right? Yeah. Just Serena, whatever. If it's if one of them's in the active, you Serena something else up, throw down that Halucha, GG's. So Yeah, and it's also, you know, if, if math is tight, right? Because with Lugia, right? Lugia, you know, to be able to take knockouts, you have to get all those powerful energies mm-hmm. on. But, you know, what if instead of a powerful energy, you just put down a Halucha? That kind of alleviates you a little bit more to have a different energy onto it, whether it's a capture energy. I don't know if they'll ever play gift energy or or just Aurora energy, any sort of stuff like that. So I think a lot of decks could use this um, to hit a lot of specific numbers and do a lot of setup as well. So that's why I think it's the best. You know what I will say as well? This is with this this is like prediction hour for Scarlet and Violet, you know, whether it's this first set or in a future set. You know how um do you remember like I think Mimikyu it was that turned off abilities on Rollbox yeah. Pokemon if they had a damage damage counter? Yeah, GX and EX Pokemon yeah. abilities got shut down if they had a damage counter, yeah. I could see something like that coming back with this card coming cuz that also makes this card viable even if there isn't a scoop effect. Because then you can, from nowhere, play this from your hand, turn off the abilities of two Pokemon on your opponent's bench. And, like, to me, that can be really valuable. So, like, I could see, you know, like, that could also be a good future for this card. I wonder, I wonder also if that 
this is off the rails now we're yeah. we're jumping off the rails <laughs> sidetracked but i wonder if that shut off abilities effect can be done by an uh, a tool card because remember sean oh, we talked yeah. about this in a previous podcast that tool cards are getting their own category now and so tool cards are inherently as what we said at the time right we don't know exactly what scarlet and violet is going to bring in terms of cards and being able to find that but we said that inherently making it a different subcategory makes it harder to find um so i wonder if just we'll get like more powerful tool cards that would be cool and so maybe that could be that could be one of them because i mean because that would what we were talking about specifically if it was like a mimikyu reprint right the mimikyu that we talked about that's two bench spaces that's kind of a lot right now, I feel like, in, in the Pokemon trading card game. And who knows? Maybe Scarlet and Violet, you don't need as many Pokemon on the bench. But I, um, I, like I that. think that'd be interesting. I like that theory specifically because I think that Galarian Weezing was a very mm-hmm. good design. Because, you know, you think about Shocklock, right? Like, that's like a, uh, a concept from Expanded, especially, where you could, like... You could play, I can't remember the card, but like you play one of these cards onto the bench and it turns off all abilities. And then you, you know, turn off and you item lock your opponent in the same turn with an attack. And like once mm-hmm. you do that, it's, it can be very hard for opponents to come back from that. And I think in expanded, it's maybe too easy to get that going. And that would not be good for standard. But something like this, to your point, if there's a tool card that can give the your active, any active Pokemon, um, an effect of turning off abilities on things with damage counters. I think that makes the concept behind the Galarian Weezing, which I think was a good idea, more viable. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. I don't know. Theory crafting, but, yeah. It's interesting, too, because you could make it, like, um, non... Like an I like a tool card that can only be worn of non-Rulebox Pokemon. Mm. Right, so you don't have like a a a, a Mew V Max running around with that <laughs> item card, just completely like turning off an opponent when they're yeah. already like dominating or something like that. I don't know. It could be interesting, but Sean, let me tell you about Palmwatt. Yeah, tell me about that's this. How you pronounce it? Yeah, Palmwatt is a stage two, one hundred thirty HP lightning Pokemon. It's a very small Pokemon in the video game, Sean. So that's why it's a little scrunchy at one hundred thirty HP. It's basically like the new Pikachu. I feel like it's the Pikachu <laughs> of the generation. Yeah, it has enough. the ability Charge Up. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for a basic lightning energy and attach it to this Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. In exchange. Lightning, lightning, colorless, Electropaw, 230 damage. Discard all energy from this Pokemon. Eh, trash. <laughs> I mean, it, it, outside of a pre-release event, yeah. yeah. Um, it would be insane, though, if this had, like, a second attack for a little bit of energy. Yeah. Right? Like, a two-energy attack. I don't know what it would look like. It's a free retreater as well. Uh, Halucha having a one retreat and then uh, Reverum having a two retreat cost. Yeah, but I, I see I this, mean, this Pokemon, Pokemon would be a lot better in a pre-release format, especially if it had a like two energy attack. It would. I will say this actually does get around the problem of some stage twos, which is 
you find that stage two Pokemon, typically, po- you know, the Pokemon company um, says like, okay, well, we'll give them a, a good attack because you spent the time to evolve them up over two turns, theoretically, mm-hmm. and we'll make their attack cost only two. So if you've noticed, like in recent years, like a lot of stage twos, the playable ones have a two energy attack cost because you go from basic and they expect you to rare candy into the thing. So it's only two turns. So they're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Two energy, one per turn. So this one at least goes back to like this. Okay, you can either attach one energy a turn and get there and, and go slowly, like one to two to three, or you can go one to three and then the ability gets you the third energy. So I don't know. Like it's a kind of a six one way, half a dozen the other in the attack cost, but hey, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could probably beat the. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't think it would beat um, this next Pokemon, Sean. What's the final pre-release promo? Final pre-release, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Quaquavel. I'm going to. I'm going to no say idea. that's how you pronounce sure. it. Sure. Uh, ability. Energy Carnival. Once during your turn, you may attack a ba- attach a basic energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. Wow. So it's a stage two. Uh, and I believe this is the um, water Pokemon that is one of your starters, if I'm correct. Yes, the final evolution for Quaxley. Yes. Spoilers, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, you'll, you'll get them a lot soon with all the new cards coming out. But... This is ent- interesting. Like, uh, it basically, energy acceleration um, for once during your turn to attach any kind of energy, which I think is interesting to any kind of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, where anywhere, anytime. Yep. And if you have multiple of them out, which that's very difficult, but I- you could. Yeah. You could do it. And then the attack, water colorless, colorless for 140 damage, hydro kick. Yeah. Knocks out a palm lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, this is, I think this is an interesting one. I, I like that you can attach any kind of basic energy. Like if you think about Frostmoth, it was mm-hmm. only water energy to water Pokemon, I believe. Yeah, I think so. so I think that was limited. the wording. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think the grass one, um, the grass version of Frostmoth basically was the same thing. Cherim? Cherim, yes. It was grass energy to grass Pokemon, I believe. It might have been to any Pokemon, but still, it's very limited. Um, which is... Um, yeah, to one of the Pokemon that doesn't have a rule box. Sure, And it yeah. was specifically a grass energy. So I do like that they have, you know, given us an option that allows any kind of energy, not as many, but as you want, but like... This could be interesting for multi-energy decks that it's kind of like you need that flexibility mm-hmm. uh, or multi-type decks. Like, because this can, this Quaquavel can go into any deck. It doesn't matter what the energy is. So long as you're not running only special energy. So long as you're not Reggie Gigas, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you're running basic energies, you can run this Pokemon. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. This could see play eventually. But yeah, it would need a lot of special support or it, it would need attackers that this effect is the only way to get where you need. Yeah, which is so. a, a little tricky. And we'll talk more once Scarlet and Violet actually releases in terms of maybe some of the possibilities of Pokemon. 
that could uh, that could do that. And um, what do you what do you got pulled up there? Well, I was pulling up. This is a new product. I, I clocked it when we were reading the reviews. Have we had a product like this before? I I'm pretty so if for all the audio only people that don't yeah. know what we're talking yeah, about it's... at all, Sean has pulled up an image of a build and battle stadium. I'm pretty sure this has been a thing and in, in, uh, like a recent thing, a recently new thing, but still a thing. I'm pretty sure this has happened okay. before. I feel like I've seen this, but it's not it's not like old like they I don't think they've been doing this for a super long time but i think essentially what it is is you get is it two it's, it's basically two build and battle kits thrown together yeah i mean if you if you have a friend or like you just want to do it at home with your you know uh partner or kid or whatever you know you just you just buy this build and battle stadium it probably saves you like a couple bucks than yeah. just buying two build and battle kits um maybe i don't actually know the price that's just my assumption um, but you also get like it looks like you also get die yep. and stuff like that. So maybe maybe you don't actually save money. <laughs> well, you get a lot. I don't know how much it costs, but like you get 11 booster packs. I And I'm just saying I like it. It's like a it's a cool concept because, yeah, the building battle kits um, can be more limited in mm -hmm. terms of like their use cases. But. And, and I'm, I'm sure that like a lot of stores, like if you go to a lot of stores, they might have a lot of old build and battle kits um, mm -hmm. that are hard to sell because it's not really, you know, from a price point perspective, it doesn't always make sense. But, you know, you can think about like, OK, well, you have two people who are maybe new or maybe want to explore a new set but don't want a whole booster box. This is an interesting way for players who don't want to buy a whole booster box or ETB to be like, oh, yeah, like it doesn't matter when you come into the store. You can buy this, play it with another person. It's kind of an easy like thing that two people can get and then just start playing immediately. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like it. I don't know. I haven't noticed it before. So, and also with your with your mention of that, um, this reminded me when I went to North American International Championships a couple of years ago before COVID happened. Um, there were side events. I, I primarily just did side events because I didn't compete. I had never even played the game before. I just wanted to watch competitive Pokemon. You know, it was my first experience with the Pokemon training card game. And I remember I did a bunch of like old build and battle kits because the new set at the time, it was right before Unified Minds came out because it was North American International. So Unbroken Bonds was the newest set. I remember I did a bunch of like build and battle tournaments, like mini tournaments that I would just sign up for. Like I I'm pretty sure I did one where my deck was a Lost Thunder pre-release kit mm -hmm. was a team up pre-release kit. I think I got an Unbroken Bonds one and I'm pretty sure I also got a Celestial Storm pre-release kit. Uh, I got a Forbidden Light one too. Nice. Forbidden Light and Ultra Prism. Um, I did a lot of them because it was yeah, it kind of my like first it. experience. It was fun. I, I mean, they they are a ton of fun if you have yeah. not done it, in my opinion. If you just want to play casual and you just want to have fun with another person, like, yeah, some of the games are stinkers where, like, you're just attached pass and <laughs> whatever. But, yeah, it's a ton of fun to just take it real casual. And so I highly recommend, you know, go go check those out if you haven't uh jake okay so we 
I know last week, I think it was, or maybe the week before, we did a you know a mini set review, sort of, of Crown Zenith. But the official set list has come out, um, and I think we wanted to do a quick little like the cards we missed. Maybe they're yeah, because the the, so yeah. Justin's side is really, really good, but Justin's side focused a lot on the, like, super ultra competitive, you know, like, these are the top cards. Um, And one of the things that I like about our set reviews is sometimes we talk about cards in a a gym leader challenge format perspective. Sometimes we talk about them in cool rogue deck perspectives of, like, yo, someone should try. Remember, like, when we talked about, um, when we first talked about um dialga uh-huh. v star or whatever um where we talked about like how someone could possibly try to get like a four straight turn yeah. like four consecutive turn thing like that nobody's ever going to do that but it's a really interesting concept you know that's what i like about kind of some of our set reviews so we're not going to talk about every single card in here because we talked a lot about these super ultra competitive ones in here, but there are some cards that weren't in the website or something like that because that was like more speculative stuff. Yeah. About what we'll get. Most of it, I'm pretty sure all of it was right, but there are some new cards to add in here that we can talk about. And if you want to know exactly what um, this set is going to consist of, it's 230 cards, Crown Zenith is going to consist of 159 cards in the main set, a single secret rare card, and 70 Galarian Gallery cards. It's comprised of 14 different sources. It's the most mishmash, as Poke Beach calls it, set of all time. 14 <laughs> sources, Sean. Yeah, it's a Would bit... you like to know them all? Uh, I mean, you could go through the list, but it's... 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 Uh, 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 yeah, it's crazy. A lot of these you may have actually heard before for longtime listeners of the podcast because I feel like we've talked about pretty much, well, like almost all of these. There's V Star Universe in here, Paradigm Trigger, Incandescent Arcana, a slew of Japanese and Chinese promos, the special deck set Charizard V Star versus Rayquaza V Max, the Zeror and Deoxys high class decks. The special set deck Zacian Zamazenta versus Eternatus. The start 100 decks. Do you remember those, Sean? Yeah, yeah. That feels like cool. ages ago. That was so long ago. <laughs> the Coro Coro start deck 100 deck and reprints of Rotom V from Lost Abyss and Rayquaza V from Skystream. And there's still cards, Sean, that didn't make the cut. Yeah, I mean, like the. You know, we always there's a few cards in every series of like sets that we that the U.S. or, or the, the West just doesn't get for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but shout outs to your, you know, Clefairy uh, doll like alternate art card. You, you know what I'm talking about, Jake? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So but yeah, like I think we could just go through like, is there any card in the grass section that you wanted to talk about quickly, Jake? I kind of want to talk about Blossom because it's the first Blossom card since 2015. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the Blossom fans out there. If you don't know what Pokemon it is, it's a stage two grass Pokemon, 120 HP. It's got one attack and that's pretty much it. Grass and colorless flower spin 80 times damage flip three coins. 
This attack does 80 damage for each heads. Switch this Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon, hmm. which I think is kind of cool. Um, now, for now, we do not have a like doll like you mentioned Pokedoll yeah. earlier. But think about if we had like Pokedoll, you could go Blossom, right? You could flower spin do a bunch of damage or maybe no damage at all you can have that reflipping stadium right yeah. to be able to potentially do a lot of damage you could switch into the doll right the doll gets discarded discarded because it gets ko'd you bring your blossom back up you use silene oh, silene yeah. flip flip heads to bring your dolls back right and then, or like Palpat as well, right? You can kind of do that like we saw. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting so my favorite player's name. Stander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what he was doing. And you could do this kind of infinite loop while, while also doing damage with the dolls. And who knows? Maybe they. Um, is there an effect that's like your Pokemon can't be gusted or. I mean, like, yes. can't be affected by um, supporters? What is it? The Gorbis? Uh, no, there's from... a Shiftery shiftery that turns Maybe that's all it. there's a shiftery i think that turns all supporters into draw three on your opponent i think side. that has to be in the active though it does but i mean you could you could like hit this but that doesn't help outside of that there might be another card the other thing i thought about was like isn't there the trevenant right Ooh, there's a trevenant that doesn't give up prizes i want to say um i have to look at tcg player because i haven't thought about this for a while and do we even have that Trevenant card, that's the real question that I would like to say. Yes, Trevenant from Lost Origin, that's what it was. I knew it was a more recent yeah. card. Has the ability, if this Pokemon is knocked out by damage from an attack from your opponent's Pokemon V, your opponent can't take any prize cards for it. I mean, you know, hey, if you're trying There's to do 240 damage. Yeah. So There's a lot of V-Dex out right now. You know, I would say Blossom is in the meme category, but... <laughs> There is the fact that the Trevenant is also grass type and it is a basic and you can get it back from the grave with other cards like cool. Mm -hmm. Like you could for a few turns get a little loop going. And the annoying thing about this is, yes, your opponent could quote unquote gust up your Pokemon, but most decks are running a maximum of four gusting cards, right, Jake? Yeah. And if you're playing a single prize deck, well, those four gusts aren't going to help you get through. And a lot of times you won't use the four gusts, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think this, you know, there's there's some, if you're looking for a meme deck on PTCG Live or whatever, <laughs> or maybe just with your friends, go to your locals, bring the Blossom Trevenant deck, and just absolutely blow their minds. I, I mean, that's one of my favorite things in locals is when somebody brings something absolutely nuts and inconceivable and... You know, like, what are you doing? But it's a lot of fun to play against. And it's a treat to see the ideas <laughs> that you can have in this game. But Sean, do you know what card you want to talk about next? Um, I'm just looking through here. I I don't know if there's many more of the grass type Pokemon, honestly, that are particularly exciting. So if there's one other grass type that you're like, yeah, yeah, we should. I, I will say, actually, there, there is one. Mm -hmm. um, the Calyrex. That's the card that I was looking at. <laughs> um, and the only reason that I like this card is it's a basic Pokemon, which I, 
It's also weird to me, like uh, that Calyrex is a grass type. I don't know. Is that normal? Is that weird? I don't know. That feels weird. I'm trying to remember what type it is <clears throat> from the video games. It's it's a dual type. It's psychic and um, it's psychic and, and ice, I think right? grass. Or, oh, is it? Okay, no. Interesting. So Calyrex okay, combines enough. with the horses. Yeah. The horse is ghost or ice. Okay. Well. Yeah. The reason this is interesting, basic Pokemon double colorless so you could use double turbo or twin energy on it king's instructions 30 damage and you can search your deck for two cards and put them into your hand and that's really interesting because most cards that allow you to search your deck for one or two cards don't do any damage right mm -hmm. the fact that this does set up damage as a single prizer and you can go basically get any two cards out of your deck that you want to set yourself up for the next turn I actually think that this, I don't know what strategy it goes in, but like, I think this is a really interesting card to keep an eye on for like certain decks that if you, if you need to take a turn or two to set up, it's the perfect Pokemon to start the game with. Yeah. I mean, we look at, you know, as Marnie is going to rotate away, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, too. You don't need a lot of times. Maybe you don't need to do the damage. You just need those two cards, right? That's sure. more valuable. So you can attach a double turbo on there so you can use that as your first attack of the game. I mean, think about it. If like if you're doing a a deck like Stone Journer mm -hmm. or something, right? Stone Journer. You don't have too many Pokemon nine times out of ten. You want to start a Calyrex. You just get that attachment, boom, you go. I mean, getting the double turbo would be a little bit harder. <laughs> sure. But you know what I mean. Yeah. More of those wall decks that just need that start of the setup to really just get going and then be able to sustain, you know, and move on from there. And that's a Pokemon right there that could do that. Yeah. I do. I do like it. Um, obviously, the fact that it is two energy most mm -hmm. of these cards that do this are like a single energy to get you out of a bind if you're in a yeah. dead hand. But, you know, I, I, I'm glad that we both saw this Pokemon and we're like, hey, wait a minute, there's something here. I will say Leafeon V-Star is getting a reprint. Um, yeah. The one where you switch your opponent's Pokemon and you've got Leap Card doing 180. Um, that didn't have a super prevalent time on the meta, so... I don't know. Maybe maybe Leafeon can come back a little bit. I don't know. We keep talking about grass Pokemon. But moving on to the fire Pokemon, Charizard V-Star is also getting a reprint in there. So is the Radiant Charizard with Excited Heart, which we've talked many a times about on this podcast. It is a reprint. Yep. And so it's coming back in. Into the Simiseer. Yeah. The Pokemon where I'm like, who asked for this? <laughs> Simiseer V Sean, 210 HP, fire Pokemon. It is a basic, has two attacks. The first one, regular fire energy, bursting power, 20 damage. You may attach up to two basic energy cards from your hand to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. And then for fire colors, colors, flare juggling, 90 plus damage. This attack does 30 more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active pokemon with magma basin sure i mean you can get this set up pretty quickly i feel like but yeah i don't know there's just probably better decks yeah to do this uh but i mean like the simisir v star which mm -hmm. i will say interesting that of all the v stars that will ever exist simisir got one <laughs> like it just feels very odd 
but you know, I, I would have expected one for each of the monkeys, right? But yeah, nope. Simisir, Simipor, Simi, Simi, Simi. Yeah, I don't know what the, there, there's three the glass one is. Yeah, yeah, there's three of them. So this one though, you know, it's got the same like fire colors, colorless fireball fever forty. You may discard up to uh, up to five cards from the top of your deck. This attack does 40 more damage for each card you discarded. So you could just choose to do between 40 and 240 damage, depending mm-hmm. on how many cards you want to discard. Um, and then the V-Star power does 30 times damage for one fire energy. And it's 30 times the number of energy cards in your discard pile. So this is very reminiscent of... Um, the old Victini Prism Star. Yeah, the Victini Prism Star. Now it doesn't shuffle them then back into your deck. So no, that you know is you're still going to mill yourself out trying to get here. But, we still have things like Pokestop, though yeah. Energy Recycler, right, to be able to like get energies back in and then discard again. Yeah, right. Although you can only V Star power once in it's a game, true. so just keep using Energy Recycler and. Well, yeah, and just keep chaining those those energies back in the discard because that puts five cards back in the deck, which is pretty nice, I feel like, for that. Yeah, I don't really know what kind of strategy that this would go with because, like, okay, you're setting your own V-Star power up with the first mm-hmm. attack, but I'm like, is there a strategy where a, a person really, like, you just want to pour through your deck as fast as possible, like, in control, maybe? I mean... But like, I don't know. Because like control, usually the goal of control decks is like, let me, I have to have 60 cards in a deck. But like, let I, me see all of my, let me see all of my resources to then hit my loop and be able to exactly. pull whatever I want, like out of the discard pile and stuff. So like in those decks, what typically you end up doing is you play like Colrus Experiment for lots of draw. Um, you play other setup Pokemon on your bench to draw lots of cards. But this, you know... It's a basically an extra, if you don't care about the cards in your deck while you're just churning through them to get to the loop, an extra basically draw five every turn. Uh, you know, and you don't care about the damage. For you, the damage is just like a side, <laughs> a side thing. But I think the problem with this is like, it doesn't really help if your thing gets knocked out immediately and you've put in a little bit of work to get there. Well, you Magma Basin attach Melanie sure. onto it. Boom, there's your three That's energies true. right there. You're but right. that is a lot of work. You're right about that, Sean. So we'll move on to the yeah. water Pokemon <laughs> section. We've got a Whale Lord coming back. Another Whale Lord card. Such a good large boy. 220 <laughs> HP stage one. It's got two attacks, Sean. Colorless, colorless, colorless. Bubble Drain, 80 damage. Heal 30 from this pokemon and then if you add two waters onto that so five energies in total three colorless two waters you could do 180 damage big dog i mean it's a big, big beefy, dog beefy boy especially uh, healing the 30 you've got effectively even more uh-huh. damage sean sort of yeah but tell me a little bit about like the the basic baby Kyogre. So yeah, that's another basic. It's got um one colorless wave summoning, search your deck for a water energy and attach it to itself. It's fine. 
Dynamic Wave, though, which is three water and a colorless. Put three energy cards attached to this Pokemon into your hand. So you put three energy back into your hand to do it. It does 180 to one of your opponent's Pokemon. It doesn't specify bench, active, whatever. But 180 snipe is huge. And for as long as we still have Frostmoth in format, mm -hmm. the fact that this is a basic Pokemon, I don't know. Like, I could see this being, if you're playing a water deck, a reason to play the, the Frostmoth engine. Yeah. Because you can, in one turn, out of nowhere, be like, slap this thing down, snipe 180 damage from nothing. We've got that telescopic sight. Do Remember that card is still around from Vivid Voltage. Yeah, 210. Yeah. Knock out a bunch of these. Yeah. And then get the energy right back into your hand for the next Pokemon that you want to put it onto the following turn. Like, that's, that's not nothing. 210... That'll knock out your uh, Genesect Vs. It'll knock out your Baby Mews. It'll knock out... That's What you can even do as well if you've got something like a Duraludon, right? Because mm -hmm. Duraludon is popular. Arceus is still out there, you know? Yeah. We've still got Medicham in the format. So Be able to just knock those Pokemon out and uh, do those uh, <laughs> yeah. Wombo combos. I, I just oh love God. those that types of plays. But like, you know, this is an interesting little Pokemon. Um, it does. It really just requires you, though, to like play a Frostmoth deck. And once Frostmoth rotates, I don't see this having much viability. Mm -hmm. But until then pretty neat we can talk about the uh the kyogre v the gym promo the gym promo from japan basic water pokemon v 230 hp has two attacks water colorless colors dual splash this attack does 50 damage to two of your opponents pokemon don't apply weakness or resistance to it so get a little bit of spread damage in there and then water colorless 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 so one water three colorless Aqua Typhoon, 210 damage. This Pokemon can't use Aqua Typhoon during your next turn. Same concept. Use it with Frostmoth, yep. right? Just like pretty much every other water Pokemon that's not Palkia. <laughs> yeah. And just go to town and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's like, you know, hey, what if we made Zacian for water, but worse? <laughs> yeah. <What if laughs> that's just that. <laughs> that's what that but is. We have Melanie on it, so it's like... It's it's not as easy as, you know, Metal Saucer, but it's it's still something. fun. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I also think it's I also think it's interesting. We don't have to talk about Glaceon V, but I, I feel like it's very interesting that Leafeon V-Star got reprinted, but, but not Glaceon. <laughs> I don't understand. Sure. Like, oh, fine. OK, somebody was copying That's and pasting fine. the original list and they forgot to hit. Uh, they, they forgot to copy the Glaceon V-Star, and then this is the set. But we do get two different arts of Shinx. We do. So that's, that's, that. I mean, one of them, they're, you know, they're cute. One of them being a Rapid Strike Pokemon, actually, Sean. For what that's worth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and we get also two Luxios that's cool. as well. One being a Rapid Strike and then also two Luxrays. One being a rapid strike so that's uh, i mean even if these cards are not necessarily super good this evolution line in my opinion i don't know if we've ever gotten this kind of like 
two 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 usually you know we'll see two into one right for an evolution line but two 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 for a two-stage evolution line is really really cool i don't i don't know if they've ever done that before but sean you talk about the first luxio real quick first luxray or luxio or i'm sorry luxray my apologies yeah first first luxray this is the rapid strike luxray uh, for one lightning, Electro Step, 40 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon, and then you switch it with one of your bench. Nice little, like, ping there for any of your opponent and uh, switch out. Second one, Lightning Colorless, 100 plus damage. Uh, and if your opponent's active as any damage counters, it does 100 more. So potentially 200 damage. Very easy to do that uh, for two energy, which is quite impressive, actually. But, uh, I mean, we have bunch of different things that allow like damage counters to just get placed places yeah. at random and you know even you know that stadium you know the what is it uh it's like bog jaw escape jaw oh yeah 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 i know what you mean the one that when you it's play a an energy terrible name yes you or you put a pokemon down on the bench and it puts two damage counters on it um we've got stuff like that in there as well so getting that damage cap still very very good and luxray historically is just a a very efficient attacker yeah i feel like low energy costs kind of relatively decent damage i feel like but the other luxray has 10 more hp 160 hp stage 2 electric type pokemon this one has an ability called explosiveness this is what i think got people chirping the most about luxray when this set list released if this Pokemon is in your hand when you're setting up to play, you may put it face down as your active Pokemon. Yeah, start of the game. If you have a Luxray in hand and you're like, hey, you have to select a basic, you can like, uh, basic. Let me just throw this Luxray down here. Surprise! And it's got a one energy attack called Seeking Fane, 50 damage. Search your deck for up to two trainer cards, reveal them, put them in your hand, and then shuffle your deck. I believe there was like, uh, I think the last card that I can remember that did this was Talonflame. Oh, that I think there was a Talonflame from the XY era that did this. And if memory serves me correct, I think for one energy, it allowed you to like discard your i'm sorry for one energy it did 40 damage search your deck for up to two cards and put them in your hand then <laughs> shuffle your deck afterwards it's the exact same thing basically <laughs> yeah it's the exact same thing except 10 more damage and a lightning pokemon well this restricts it a little bit to just trainer cards but trainer cards yeah. in my opinion sean it, that's mostly what you're going to grab anyways. This yeah. isn't saying like just item cards or stadium cards no, or support cards. Yeah. Yeah. This is trainer cards. So I mean, I mean that talent flame saw play. I remember the steam siege uh, X and Y card. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, this, this Luxrite could actually see play. I think it could see play. I, I was trying to think like it's clever that they did this with a stage two rather than a stage one. Because Talonflame is a stage one, right? Uh, no, Talonflame is a stage two. two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, They're I was all trying birds. to think how can you, <laughs> if you could play this Luxury turn one, is there any way to cheat out another stage two since this one is already on the field? You know, like Zoroark style or uh, like Thornton style, but 
it doesn't exist. I'm pretty sure there's no way to do that, but I don't know because I mean, it's very specific wording, you know, setting up your Pokemon in play. But well, but like once it's on the field, like if you had a card that's like, hey, switch any stage two from your field with one in your discard or in your deck or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is an interesting one where it may be not in the standard format, but there if there ever has been a card that existed that let you manipulate Pokemon of the same stage with Pokemon somewhere else, like hand, deck, whatever. I think that this Luxray, yeah, it could be really interesting. But, I mean, outside of that, though, I mean, it still is an interesting card. Just yeah. straight up, like, you know, you could run the Stage 2 and not even bother running any of the rest of the Evolution line. It's also a free retreater, Sean. Yeah, that's a really So that's point. also, yeah, I mean, free retreaters are really, really appealing as well. Um, when you don't have to commit anything to them to run into the Pokemon that you were setting up, that's whatever, cool. that's ready to rock and roll. Well, Jake, um, in terms of other Pokemon, we talked about Rotom V-Star last time. Um, well, we talked about, Ro I feel like we've talked about Rotom V-Star a lot. Like, yeah. is that, why, why is that <laughs> card not here yet? It just keeps coming back. Uh, I'm trying to think of like any, any of the cards that we missed. I think we talked about, setting up did we talk we wanted to mention the zero aura v max and v star may i mean it's been yeah. a long time since we've talked about zero aura so people might yeah. not remember what zero Aura does so the v max here you're getting you're getting both these cards because they came as like a, a i think a deck that you could build in, J in japan the high class zero Aura and deoxys decks yeah so the v max two lightning you get 60 times uh, 60 damage for each of your opponent's pokemon in play that has an ability so actually that's huge because if you think about it if you're playing against a mu v max deck they're gonna have a probably full field of pokemon and so for two lightning energy you can just knock out the mu v max with one shot because you think gonna about yeah and think about lugia as well right lugia with the lightning weakness i mean they'll probably start playing the uh the dunsparce again but but even still that has a that has an ability so it's just going to increase it by another 60 yeah, that has an ability. Dunsparce has an ability. Lugia's got an ability. Archaeops has got an ability. They might play Manaphy or Luminion. Yep. Seen a lot of Luminions in there. The Charizard. You need all those Pokemon in yeah. that deck have an ability. So you're slapping a lot of the meta just right there with that. Yep. Uh, the second attack is just 240 damage. Discard two energy for three energy cost. It's fine. Like if you need a set amount of damage, maybe you're playing against. Uh, I don't know, like a Duraludon VMAX, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to have a lot, or a Stone Journey, they don't have any uh, abilities. At least you have another option. But Jake, Yeah, and who that? knows? I mean, we've got Dynamoners still going on right now. Yeah, true. Right, with the Flaffies, and there's been, there's been like one or two regionals where people play the Electric Box deck. We featured that on this podcast. So, I don't know, who knows? Zero or VMAX, but Zero or V-Star, Sean. Yeah. The V Star 270 HP Lightning Pokemon evolves from Zero Aura. V has two attacks. One Lightning, Lightning, Colorless, Crashing, Beat 190 damage. You may discard a stadium in play, which can be curious. Lugia has kind of that same attack with that, except a, one more energy and 50 more damage or something like that. Base damage, or, I don't know, something along those lines. But. 
The V-Star Power Lightning, 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 Colorless. Three Lightnings, one Colorless. Choose one of your opponent's Pokemon four times. You can choose the same Pokemon more than once. For each time you choose a Pokemon, do 60 damage to it, not affected by weakness or resistance. So putting pretty much spread damage out on the field, Sean. Yeah, that's, I mean, that one is a pretty cool V-Star Power. So I think that, look, if you wanted to build a Zero or a deck, it is pretty neat that you can have different options for different matchups. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit theme decky to be honest, but like zero or is a cool Pokemon. No reason not to give it a whirl. Yeah, exactly. Sean, scroll down to the psychic section Enamorous, basic Pokemon, 120 HP. I'm just going to focus on one attack because that's really what matters. If you consider that it matters. Psychic, colorless, colorless, loving symphony, 70 plus damage. If you have the same number of cards in your hand as your opponent, this attack does 70 more damage. Think about like Grand Bull. Right, people love the Grand Bull deck. You get your hand to zero, whatever. Now you can copy your <laughs> opponents if you have the same number. Exactly. Imagine, the same. imagine your opponents playing Unknown Hand. I mean, right, you could where they have judge. to have like thirty-five cards. What you could play Judge with this. Yeah, you could combo this with like Judge yeah. or Marnie. You know that that wouldn't be bad. If you keep scrolling on this list, Soul Rock, the one that attaches Psychic Energy to Lunatone, is getting reprinted. So sorry to all you uh, Lunatone haters out there. In terms of the other cards, you know, moving into the Dark Pokemon, you don't really see too much. The Dragalge in the dark pokemon it could be kind of interesting we've seen the galarian wheezing that has four damage counters during the checkup phase the dragalge for one dark energy does eight if you evolved from Skrelp during this turn so i don't know you could kind of do i mean this pokemon's probably going to get knocked out every single turn anyway so if you can get some sort of loop where you're constantly bringing up dragalge yeah you can put up eight 16 even pretty much every single turn and we've got other you know boosters like the hisuian sneezler right adds a little bit of damage and things like that um you've got an assault gate hoopa just like before uh 90 damage for one dark energy if it wasn't moved from your bench to the active spot during the turn it does nothing i i think That's this is just like a straight up reprint yeah it's just yeah i think it's just yeah i think it's just a straight up reprint which is a kind of an old reprint to yeah. be honest so in my opinion kind of uh kind of cool i would say but um sean we've already talked about the zashian v star the zamazenta v and v star those cards are pretty cool you can hear us talk about those on the podcast like we mentioned earlier Requaza v max gets a reprint duraladon v max gets a reprint the radiant eternatus is super super insane the ditto sean you remember the ditto you know that you could peel off in the pokemon go set yeah that's we've cool. got another ditto in here 70 hp basic pokemon sudden transformation can use the attacks of any basic pokemon in your discard pile except for pokemon with a rule box so if you've got busted basic pokemon that don't have a rule box i don't know that's tough at this time i feel like <laughs> yeah i don't know but it's cool it's an interesting look I, it's a good concept you never I know i like i i enjoy you know when mewtwo v max was running rampant mewtwo and mew v max and stuff and like marshadow gx and stuff like the 
the cards that just look at your discard pile or something or on the field and yeah copy attacks i think are just really really cool except for mu v max <laughs> we've talked about reggie gigas uh the stoutland v is also getting a reprint in there as well the uh the greedon v i think uh i don't think the greedon v is a reprint but it's uh it's it doesn't have the v max so like is no. it worth i, I don't know yeah <laughs> It's a cool, it's cool art, but Jake, before we wrap up, I think there was just a couple of supporter cards that we didn't touch on. I think the one that you mentioned to me was Digging Duo. Mm -hmm. So this is a supporter. Flip a coin. If it's heads, look at the top eight cards. Look at, no, look at eight cards from the bottom of your deck. If it's tails, look at three cards from the bottom. Choose a card, put it into your hand, shuffle the other cards back into your deck. So it's it's an interesting effect right of like being able to look not at the top but at the bottom so if marnie when marnie is in format um it's a cool marnie response but there may be other cards in the future that put things on the bottom of your deck and so it's it's interesting to have options to get out of that yeah i will say as well the uh the signed promo cards you may remember oh, yeah. us talking about those the signed supporter promo cards b Bead, Nessa, Raihan, Leon, Hop. Those signature cards are all coming back in there. No Marnie in here, though, because Marnie was part of the uh, the lunchbox. Do you remember that? Yep. yep. The lunchbox box that I feel like we talk about every single episode. Week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all the time. There's a bunch of other reprints in here. Crushing Hammer, Energy Search, Great Ball, Lost Vacuum, stuff that you have already seen before. Um, I think what the newest card that people kind of talk about, the Sky Ceiling Stone, a trainer item card, which in Scarlet Violet is going to be called a tool card. So this is a tool card. Gives a Pokemon V a V-Star power, which this one is Star Order. You may use this ability during your turn. During this turn, when damage from the attack of your basic Pokemon V knocks out your opponent's active Pokemon V-Star or V-Max, take one additional prize card, Yeah, Sean. So taking an extra prize card from Pokemon V's damage. And throughout this podcast, we've talked about more and more of the, uh, of the Pokemon, um, Pokemon V's that do like heavy hitting damage, you know, the combos that you can use. So, this Sky Ceiling Stone, especially when we've seen decks as well in formats prior to this, like Vikavolt, right? The Vikavolt deck that we talked about the other week, you know, mm -hmm. that used the Earth Seal Stone. What if it used the Sky Ceiling Stone? Yep. Yeah. I think we talked about this last week about like this could be like a really interesting card for like it's specific. It's very specific decks, but mm -hmm. um, just sort of gives them that little extra oomph to to get past the prize trade. Yeah, I mean, gets it gets it into your advantage to take over the pace, you know, go in, knock out a Mew VMAX, and then just gust up a, a Genesect to knock out the game. You know, any of those situations yeah. um, can be can be good, especially in, like, Lugia that attacks with a lot of one-prize Pokemon. You yep. know, think about if you can well, knock out a Lugia V-Star, yeah, boom, knock, yeah. it out, knock out Luminion, for an extra prize or something like that, or you knocked out the V-Star for an extra prize, you've got one prize left. Yeah, that's true. 
you know, only two two prizes, and then you can take out the Eveltal or whatever to end the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of full art supporters in there. Basic energies. Yeah. Get a new uh, design as well. So lot of crazy stuff. But don't worry. Right, Sean, we're going to keep you all in the loop every single week here on the Metapod Podcast. Pokemon Podcast revolves around the evolving meta. Stay tuned next week. I'm going to get on the newest Jake rant. Yep. Because, my God, I'm <laughs> mad at Pokemon for what they've done. Uh-huh. And it has to do with Scarlet and Violet. So we'll see you around. Bye. Bye.